0: The search for identity, that which uh, suits best to this uh, real self that you're discovering. If you know yourself well enough, then you discover what you are best suited for, and then that is what makes you happiest too. Self-actualization. The making real of the inner self, and that means what you love, what you're interested in, what excites you, what fascinates you, and that is the cause outside yourself, which paradoxically then becomes a defining characteristic of the self. Welcome to the Maslow Pete podcast, presented by Spring State Media Group. I'm your host, Brett Griffin, and we're back from vacation. Kind of took July off. Uh, was out of town visiting some friends, uh, had a little computer trouble on the production side so uh, but we are back and we are ready to keep going uh, with the series of interviews interviewing artists, entrepreneurs, and others pursuing their passions, becoming their true self and being self-actualized. If you haven't heard us in a while, that's the goal uh, to inspire you to chase your dreams no matter what people have said about them. Uh, hopefully by hearing people that are chasing theirs, you'll be inspired to, Figure out something that's a little more like what you wish you were doing. Our guest today is Craig Buscemi, veteran paratrooper, entrepreneur, and pizza maker extraordinaire. Craig has a mobile pizza truck called Pizza Me Buscemi. I know you say that so much better than I can you say it?
1: Pizza Me Buscemi. There
0: it is. There it is. With some of the best pizza I've had outside of Italy. Craig can be found on Instagram and Facebook at
1: Pizza Me Buscemi,
0: where he lists out where he'll be each week. Craig, thanks for coming on the show.
1: Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity.
0: So uh, your pizza is amazing. Like I said, best pizza I've had outside of Italy. Uh, the best pizza I've had in my life was in Rome, in the Trastevere, at well, there's Dar Poeta.
1: So many. Okay. Dar
0: Poeta is the name of the place in I the, can't remember in the, the places I ate. At and I, all my friends that go to Italy, I say, if you go to Rome, you have to go have pizza at this place. And it, it basically ruins pizza for you forever because it's so amazing. But...
1: has that potential.
0: When I finally had yours, it was like this is what it's supposed to be like. Thank you. So it's uh it's quite delicious.
1: And that makes my day hearing that. Sometimes it's really long, hard days. Well every day long hard days. But as soon as someone says that, I get a customer, they'll make their way to come back and just to tell me how happy they were. There it is. And it just makes my day.
0: I don't I won't have you divulge the secret. So we'll maybe maybe we'll talk about it a little bit. You don't you know you can decide how much you want to let people know. But uh it's it's good stuff. And it's not like what we normally have here in America. So It's not. It's not Domino's. So the you. the first question is always the same, but this one should be easy. What does a pizza maker do?
1: Okay, so it, there's a lot of work involved, and it, it it starts before you know just making the pizza. If you've ever baked or had any experience with bread or dough in any form, well, not any form, like mostly bread. Bread and pizza are very similar. In fact, pizza is you know bread, flat bread. Literally, historically, that's where the tradition comes from. So uh, it's really tight with uh, bread and tradition with that. So it's it's a lot of prep work, a lot of prep work.
0: All right, we'll get into the basic day a little bit later. So how did you originally get into this? I know you were a paratrooper. I know you were stationed in Italy. So kind of talk about the journey from that to owning a food truck, making pizzas out of it.
1: Okay, I'll try to make a long story short. Long story short. It starts years ago, actually near where we are now. Okay. And I grew up in Irvine. Okay. And my first job was uh, at a pizzeria. I'll um, avoid naming them. Not, oh, you can name them? Not for any reason in particular. Okay. I, I guess I can Is it good them. or not? It's, it's fine. It's just, I don't know.
0: Now the competition.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's funny what happens. Actually, one of the places I used to work at just closed, like last month oh, wow. or a couple of weeks ago. Um, Couldn't make it without you. Who? Maybe I should move into that spot, you know, <laughs> but no, I want to keep doing my own thing. So anyways, uh, yeah, I started uh, high school. I worked at five different pizzerias, actually four during high school. The fifth was during college, uh, Irvine, Huntington Beach, basically. Uh, I, I, I delivered, I, you know, made the pizza. I did basically everything but the dough. Okay. You know, because uh, each pizzeria owner is going to control that tightly, right? Right. Um, so that was the last piece of the puzzle. And I just got into that a uh, year and a half ago. Okay. Um, but luckily, I had I had everything but that down. So all I had to do is learn that. And I, I studied that in Verona. Uh, my last couple months in the Army, mm-hmm. I was – well, the last uh, – three or some odd years of my army tour was uh, or enlistment was in Italy and then you know the last couple months I'm like hey before I leave Italy I gotta get certified as a pizzaiolo you know <laughs> so I pizzaiolo pizzaiolo okay. is, is pizza chef in Italian okay and uh so I enrolled in this course in Verona I was living uh near Venice so not very far um on um, my motorcycle i rented a a hostel well more like a bed and breakfast for for a week Lid- literally lived in verona took that course I learned what i needed to learn it was in italian and i am fluent in italian okay but there's probably a good 25% that I didn't pick up. So as soon as I finished the course, I had to dig deeper, which it was, it was good inspiration, you know, cause I knew what I had missed. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I got to dig deeper and keep learning. So, uh, I got home and I took, uh, baking one oh one at OCC. So, uh, actually they had a pizza tossing contest. I won that. There so you go. That was fun, <laughs> but I love OCC. I love the course I took in Italy with uh, Accademia Pizzaioli, and uh, got home. I, well, before that, let me just say, so throughout my life, all the things I've done in my life, uh, very, you know, unique experiences. Jumping very, out of airplanes. Yeah, I've done a lot. Riding you know? motorcycles. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been all over the place. So I had always thought back to how much fun I had in high school and in college. Making pizzas. Making pizzas, you know, it was just fun. Um, so I'd always wanted to get back to it, and I was like, man, I just sacrificed eight years of my life, seven and a half mm-hmm. years of my life in the army, and i'm not gonna i i was i refused to emerge out of that and just go back into the the same i don't know what to call it uh not misery, but you <laughs> know a loop you know cycle yeah cycle, just not ever breaking it, getting you know, so it was like if I'm gonna fall into another cycle or whatever the case may be, at least it's gonna to be towards my dream. Something you care about, yeah. Of doing what I've always wanted to get back to.
0: So about the academy, like in my head, it's this like little grandma teaching you how to make this special dough. <laughs> like, what was it really like?
1: So, good question. I'm glad you asked. And it's funny because it was they choose different locations for this course, um, and, and when we had it, it was actually in an oven. Uh, manufacturers' factory. Okay. So they're making ovens, and we're—they have like a display area. It's like a kitchen. It's literally just like a total Italian kitchen. It's—it's it's literally a pizzeria, but it's always empty because it's just uh its just for them to display their products, right? So uh, the Ac- academy, Academia Pizzaioli. Mm-hmm. Um, Pizzaioli is pizzaiolo, plural. Okay. So it's just. Uh, academy pizza chefs yes. so uh they wisely asked and they said sure you can have it this week here and I'm sure they've gone back there multiple times but it, it's often in other locations that are similar so so you know I, I I go the day before get this hostel you know I'm staying on the outskirts of Verona and it's just if you've ever been to Verona, it's it's incredible.
0: I haven't been to Verona. Uh, my wife's been to Venice, and then together we did Rome and CNN Florence. So we were around Tuscany, but haven't been up to Verona. So
1: it's on par with any of the greatest cities in Italy. All right. Um, but what's so great about staying there and doing unique things is you're out in the suburbs, in quotes, mm-hmm. uh, Italian suburbs. The hills, yeah, the Italian countryside, yeah. yeah. So it's just...
0: It's so beautiful. Oh, my
1: God. And so... It was one of the best weeks of my life. Me, my motorcycle, living in this hostel. I had it halfway to myself the whole time. Uh, a few people came and went in the other rooms. but uh, So I'd wake up, ride my bike to this, uh, this oven factory, which was on the outermost uh, edge of uh, the Verona Airport, uh, Franco something. Okay. Uh, and I actually had jumped. I had taken a flight from that airport with the Italian military, and we went and we did airborne operations with the Italian air Air force and Mm -hmm. uh, their paratroopers. So it was awesome, you know, like looking over the fence, seeing where I had I had been with you know soldiers, you know, months before, and now I'm sitting there learning how to make pizzas. And no, it wasn't (laughs) grandmothers, but uh, so they have uh, they have master. Pizza okay and uh, anyways, it was an awesome week um, with other Italians. Um, I was the American, you know, of course. Um, but I was the only one that could toss the dough because I had worked in pizza rice right. So right. I, I showed off a little bit, but uh, <laughs> but they had the skill, the knack for the the dough. Yeah, right. And as soon as we got to the dough parts, I'm like, whoa, uh, what? So I don't know this part. Yeah, so that's where I I focused because I was learning everything else I had. So that's where I had to like really push my boundaries. But anyways.
0: All right. So what'd you want to be when you grew up?
1: It's funny story because um, in my Green Tree yearbook, no, Stone Creek, Stone Creek Elementary in Irvine. Elementary, okay. In the yearbook, I said, I want to own a delicatessen. Okay. Because I have family in Michigan, in Detroit, and they have a chain of pizzerias that are also delicatessen, delis, mm-hmm. East Coast-style delis, yeah, yeah. A pizzeria, but they'll sell whatever. Um, uh, the
0: full-on, the sandwiches and the salads and the Jardinia and everything, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Uh,
1: so that's what I had always imagined. Um, but if you distill it down, what I really wanted to do was, was just a pizzeria. So I, I said delicatessen back when I was a kid, but mm-hmm. um, I further dove deeper into what that really meant to me which was pizza and and coffee eventually okay. when i have a brick and mortar it's going to be half cafe and half right. pizzeria i like it so that's I like the it. plan
0: now also every little every six-year-old boy wants to jump out of airplanes and you ended up doing that too
1: yeah and i joined uh when i was 31 okay so um I was actually a real estate agent here in Orange County oh, okay. back in 08.
0: All right. When it was hopping. Yeah. Or yeah. While, right when it stopped not hopping. Right at the peak, <laughs> man.
1: Right when it just yeah. was teetering on the cliff. All right. And uh, actually, I got a sale right off the bat, like within a month. Uh, listed, sold. So I was like, right on. I got this. This was easy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, man. I was wrong about that. So I uh, had a couple bad listings and uh, I had the decision, you know, as, as soon as the economy crashed, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do now? Because a lot of other agents were saying, well, this is where you really cut your teeth and you get your skills. And if you can make it through yeah, everything through that, then you're going to be on fire when it starts to pick back up. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that sounds great, but that's like a fish swimming upstream. And I've been swimming upstream too long, you know, and I'm like, ah, I think I'm going to dip out, maybe dip back in, Mm -hmm. because I was 30. Um, I had never been married. I still haven't been married. Mm -hmm. I don't have any kids. And I had always, like like you said, the six-year-old always wanted to jump out of airplanes. And (laughs) I always wanted to be in the Army. I love the woods. And I'm like, all right, let's go play Soldier Boy in the woods and jump out of airplanes. So... I figured I'd do four years, see how Mm -hmm. it went and uh, ended up doing seven and a half and was fortunate to have that experience and, and see the other end of it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm out now and every emotion you could imagine, you know, I I went through. So it's good to be back. It's I imagine. Be back.
0: So now you're back home, you got the truck. What's the basic daylight for you?
1: Okay, so if I have a big event, I'm gonna. And I, it just changed. I used to make the dough, uh, I experimented with the uh, f- slow fermentation. So um, I would be able to get away with four days prior, four or five days prior. Um, and actually, the dough is gonna have a lot more flavor, but only a uh, bread fanatic would really notice uh, <laughs> the the difference. So, um, most people are more uh, keen on the the texture. Mm-hmm. So, younger dough has better texture, as far as you know. Most people are concerned. So, okay. uh, one to three days, one to three days prior, I'm gonna mix my dough. Um, and uh, the truck's parked at the commissary. Yes, it's a trailer. I call it it. A- yeah truck kitchen whatever yeah so it's parked at a commissary and it's plugged into electricity so I can do all my stuff there Um, so I'm gonna mix my dough uh, I'm gonna put it into trays I'm gonna put it into the fridge and while that's you know fermenting one to three days is optimum Uh, I've found through experience the past several months so I used to just roll out to my events with fresh dough and Mm -hmm. I would I would toss each pizza and cook it and serve it right so um the problem with that is my oven my oven works but it's only 350 to 400 degrees okay which for pizza is like half that's right. half of where you. i thought you wanted go. about 700 or yeah. so yeah yeah so i've been struggling it's been really difficult uh to uh maintain um enough pizza on hand um so i don't cook the order right because it's pizzas right um and if i were to cook the order that's just impossible right with, with with my truck um other pizzerias they get away with that with uh different types of ovens right but i'm a deck oven kind of guy and my oven just happens to have a deck my my, my trailer just happens to have a deck oven so um the fix for that is to par bake Okay, so that's a big secret. There it is, the world. There has. it is, but I mean, anyone you heard it here first, right? You know, I've been trying to keep that a secret, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, anyone who knows pizza or bread would figure it out on their own. The thing is, though, the dough. You know, that's the real secret, mm-hmm. and so I'm not going to tell my, my right. Recipe. Of course, so, of course. Um, but anyone you said
0: the, you told me the flour comes from Italy. Yeah, you mentioned that, right?
1: Flour is from Italy, um, and uh, the recipe is basically a distillation of different recipes that I've got my hands on. Like I took the traditional Napolitano uh, recipe for, for Neapolitan Mm -hmm. Napolitano uh, pizza. And I compared it with what I learned in Verona. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I just, Knew of the Italian tradition, which is uh, just focus on ingredients, keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I experimented for a few months, you know, with with what I just said, and I came up with something that just rocks. You know, that's good. Well. And so I'm happy with it. And um, so that's the biggest secret. So yeah, side so Bake. bake. Um, mm-hmm. That's the only way to get around this yeah, oven. The so, time. Yeah. And luckily, it's funny because July was my first month doing that, and just in time because July was my busiest month. There you go. By far.
0: There you go. So when you tell people you've got a food truck, you made pizza. What's their most common reaction?
1: Well, I think the reaction I'd have to explain is when they actually see the truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you tell people, and they're like, "Really?" So people, I love the whole food truck thing. Right? It's big. Yeah, it is. It's and, big right now, and it's cool. I love it. Um, so people are automatically impressed and interested, but, um, a pizza truck, how many pizza trucks have you seen? Just yours. Right. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> right. So there's a couple out there. There's mm-hmm. a few. Uh, most of them are owned by other pizzerias. Okay. So they'll have like a catering. Arm. Oh,
0: right, right. Right. So, yeah. There's one around the corner that I think does the, uh, the truck. Yeah.
1: So, but their trailers are typically, uh, wood fired brick ovens, mm-hmm. you know, cause, uh, they don't do this. Day in, day out, right? They'll do an event here and there because they have that income from the brick and mortar. Mm -hmm. Uh, Me, however, like that's all I do. Uh, So I go places that those other places don't go. So Mm -hmm. they'll have a trailer, but they won't go... There's there's one other truck that does the the food truck scene. I'll just call it the food truck mm-hmm. scene. The circuit, yeah. The circuit, exactly. Yeah. There are these certain locations uh, that are on this the circuit, and uh, there's one other pizzeria on wheels. Okay. And they have a totally different pizza though, so we're not okay. really in competition. Though. All right. Uh, mine is more New York style.
0: Yes, I I'd say that's fair.
1: And, the, and I ask people, well, what does that mean to you? And I've researched New York style. So, like, the only real reason that it's New York style is because it's a circular pizza that's big enough to cut into slices that, you know, one slice is big enough. Right. Or maybe two for a meal. Yeah. So, and it's thin crust.
0: Thin crust. And you got know that, beard, that beard, you know, beard acidic sauce, too. I think, I mean, in my experience, that's what sets it apart. Okay. I mean, I, that's what I would say. I well, mean, a, a okay. lot
1: of uh, pizzerias on the East Coast get their tomatoes from California really yeah huh so I use California all right tomatoes in yeah the sauce okay and so there's that similarity so I guess technically it's New York pizza yeah. but what I was striving for was actually bridging the cultures of Italy And California. Okay. So that's why I use Italian flour, California tomatoes, uh, California mozzarella. Mm -hmm. We got some happy cows. We do. I've seen the commercials. Right? (laughs) So, um, and I'm all about California. I'm going to support my state. Man, I have immense pride for Cali. So, um, it's awesome to be able to to use these products and they are awesome. Like, my mozzarella is insane. It's It's killer. This brand, I can't say enough about them. It's just... You you just eat the mozzarella on its own, and you're just like, oh, I'm good. <laughs>
0: Don't and even so, want to waste this on the pizza. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like,
1: damn, it's so good. So, um, yeah, just using California uh, ingredients, uh, Italian flour, and uh, basically the traditions of Italy, which leads me to to understand that uh, New York pizzerias probably did the same thing I'm doing. Probably. You know, so that's why we've arrived at a similar product.
0: So this is a good segue to the next question. So, you know, they say the best food is cooked from the heart. You know, what are you trying to say with your food?
1: I I want to open people's eyes to the true Italy. Being, uh, I'm half Sicilian and half Polish. Okay, so, but I'm raised, born and raised in Southern California. Right. Born in L.A. County, but we were living in Orange County, so basically I'm an OC boy. Okay. And, uh, you know, everyone just has the stigma from all these movies, you know, and East Coast Italians and and (laughs) their their corruption of the Italian language. And
0: And general corruption. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) There's that too. And I just want to show people that That's not how it is. Like the old world, man, you go to Italy, it's completely different. And nothing against American Italians. I am an American Italian. Uh, East Coast American Italians, uh, their culture has evolved. So that's all it is. It's Mm. an evolution, right? From old world to new world on the East Coast. A lot of them went to New York, Detroit, Chicago. They stayed there. Mm -hmm. So that culture is just an evolution and a blending of, of what they came to in America. So I love it. Embrace mm-hmm. it. It's awesome. But it is American-Italian. It's not Italian. So me being from the West Coast, that's not anything I know. Yeah. You know, I, I was raised by my Polish mother, and my Sicilian dad was a crazy man. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: <laughs> and uh, Michigan, State, Michigan State Champion Motocross, by the way, nineteen sixty Okay. He, he's to go, Dad. Yeah, he's... he's He's a badass. I, he was. He's gone. But anyways, so um, people come at me with this Italian genre, American Italian genre. I'm calling it a genre, but, you know, East Coast. And yeah. I'm like, I, I got nothing to do with that. Right. I I, I, I ain't got none of that. I'm from, so, I'm from Orange County. Yeah, I'm OC, man. What? Yeah. So, uh, living in Italy, though, I wanted to bring Italian culture because uh, I wanted to go deep into my my past my my history and i have been to poland many times i learned some polish when i was younger uh but when i went to italy it was just you know gone.
0: yeah, I'm done yeah. italy it was great we had a great time oh. on a couple of years back when we went and stayed in Siena. and uh milo if you're out there milo from bologna was our uh, tour guide on this mm-hmm. wine country tour that we went on and just so full of life and we went to all these little family wineries and it, everyone was just super awesome and had the meal of my life in Siena at this little Italian place, Enzo's. Um, I mean, even one night we like bought prepackaged pasta and tripped it and made it. And even that was just way better than anything we can get here. I, I, I'll never understand it. but
1: It's just the passion for life, yeah. the atmosphere. Um, the
0: tomatoes tasted better. The basil tasted better. Yeah. I, I remember Milo saying that, that he, they didn't drink water very much. Water makes you rusty. They drink wine all the time. <laughs> I was like, water makes you rusty. That's a that's a good saying. It hydrates me, but hey. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> Maybe if you've been doing it in your family for generations. Yeah, right. You're just, if you're accustomed you're to, that. Used to it. Yeah. Any misconceptions about the food truck scene that you'd like to put to bed once and for all about being a restaurateur, or about owning your own business?
1: Well, I have to confirm one that it is extremely difficult. It's, all right. it's a hard life. It's very... Demanding. It's 16 hour days nonstop, especially when you start off because owner operated, Mm -hmm. you know. Yes. Now I I have had some employees for a few months now, but I only utilize them when I have to Mm -hmm. because that's an expense that, you know, I'm trying to keep them down those expenses. But, uh, you know, when I'm preparing for a big event, you know, I'll have an employee come and help prep the veggies, the cheese, um, all the stuff that doesn't require a top secret clearance, you know, like the <laughs> dough.
0: Oh, right. Right.
1: So I'll keep that to myself, but everything else, you know, I, I'm happy for the help. Uh, but then also when we're open during service hours, I have to have someone, uh, at the window right, with the register. And that allows me to, to keep the, keep the pizza going, cooking it. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of hard work. Uh, and hopefully in the future, I'll be able to have employees more often.
0: Yeah. Your everything, your combination pizza. Asparagus, yeah. which you don't see on pizza very often. Right. You see it in California every now and then. So asparagus, bell peppers, uh, ham. And is it, is that everything that's on the close, and then pepperoni and pepperoni, yeah, and two cheeses. Okay, yeah. So how do you decide on <laughs> that combo being this that's is the, the pizza me boucher me combo?
1: I'm glad you asked because that's a good story. So, so at first my specialty pizza was going to be uh, asparagus and my secret cheese. Okay, because I had had that in Italy. Yeah, and. Um, it was. It just blew my mind. I just
0: see that being good because you got the nuttiness of the asparagus with yes. the right cheese. That could be really good. Yeah.
1: So that's what I was doing. That was it. That was the specialty. Was asparagus with two cheeses. And uh, Americans are kind of weary. They're like, what? they didn't get it. It's yep. Asparagus? Okay. And even they'll think it's another veggie. Uh, uh, artichokes. Yeah. Okay. They're like artichokes. I'm like, it's not artichokes. It's <laughs> asparagus. <laughs> anyway. So. <laughs> A little difficulty pushing that off onto the palette here. Okay. Um, but once they've tried it, they love it. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. So, um, to avoid, you know, just having to battle with people to have them try it, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, I went with my, empl- my first employee's recommendation, mm-hmm. Selena. So, she's sitting there working the window with me and... um You know, I have the typical pizzas I was doing. uh, Cheese, uh, pepperoni, got to have it. No Mm -hmm. brainer. Yeah. You you know, if you don't have that, you're going to fail. So, okay, cheese, pepperoni, and then I had the veggie, which was bell pepper, asparagus, and then I just had the asparagus with the two cheeses. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's like, we were talking, and I have a limited area of uh, where I can have toppings, right? So I have so many toppings on hand. And she's like, well, why don't you just throw them all on a pizza? And I'm like why haven't I thought of this? (laughs) Here I am, the entrepreneur racking my brain at every angle. A certified pizza chef. Yeah. And she's like, just put everything everything in there on a pizza. All right. Like, okay. I'll try it. You got me. Like, I I can't argue with that. It's killer. Good on you. It's a great combo. Yeah. So I just threw it all on there and I just, all I had to do was, you know, proportion, you know, get the proportions right, which Mm -hmm. were pretty obvious, you know, uh, Half and half, you know, pepperoni, Canadian bacon, alternate. Yep. And then throw everything else on there. It was, and it so, just was awesome. Yeah. And I'm just thankful to her. You
0: don't always see pepperoni and Canadian bacon, or pepperoni and ham together, but they do really well together. I love, I right? love the two of them together. Yeah.
1: Especially with the the textures of the veggies on there, yep. and then the the two fl- flavors yeah, the of the The crunch and yeah, yeah. Um, it's so, killer we i didn't know what else to call it so we've been calling it the everything pizza the everything which you know i guess in us the combo like you said yeah. or there's another word for the supreme or whatever the supreme yeah but yeah. uh i th- i just i just this past weekend figured what i should call it as the eve because everything for short if you just cut the first three letters off of everything okay it's eve so okay i was going to name it after selena my first employee <laughs> but uh Eve, I think it's going to be Eve.
0: All right. So is that your favorite pizza? No. What's Craig's favorite pizza go-to?
1: So my favorite pizza, I'm still developing. I haven't found the trick to make it pop like I had in Italy, which is, and here it goes, world, you heard it first here, salmon and the two cheeses.
0: Salmon and the two cheeses. Smoked salmon?
1: Well, that's where I'm experimenting okay. Um, I'm wondering. I've been using smoked salmon, but I might have to just use fresh. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Um, All right. That's still in the development phases, Uh, but that pizza is incredible.
0: All right. How about uh, where are you out on the whole pineapple thing? I know pineapples people either love it or hate it
1: okay so there's pineapple there's ranch,
0: ranch yeah I was gonna ask you that was the next question ranch yeah oh
1: and another thing pepper like black pepper people have been I've, asking for
0: I I heard someone talking about what? that the other day I have not done the black pepper Me but either like what it's probably what? good it's probably good so where are you at on the on the pepper on pineapple I'm not doing it but okay. ranch? Uh, no hate I don't ranch?
1: hate. I don't judge uh so <laughs> ranch is funny because i I rolled out some salads okay for a while because I was experimenting with other uh, income streams and mm-hmm. salads was not the answer. Right. But I had some leftover ranch in the fridge. So hey, someone asked, I, I gave him a little.
0: I do it a little bit, I like it on the crust. I like uh, you take the ranch, just put a little sriracha in it, mix that up.
1: So, I do like the that problem, a lot. The problem is, and this is what, what the issue is, here it is, is that uh, ranch is really great at disguising taste.
0: It just buries everything. It bur- it's yeah. just so overwhelming. Yep.
1: So when you eat pizza with ranch, you're, just, you're basically just eating ranch. That's the flavor you're getting. Ra- your ranch, ranch, a
0: little bit of cheese, and some bread. Yeah, yeah.
1: If, if your palate can discern. Right. Right? But it's so overwhelming, and that's why it's so hated in the pizza industry. Okay. Like, especially if you're artisan or, like, authentic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if you're making your pizzas and, and you have something to show, if you want your flour or dough or tomatoes to shine through, then you're going to hate that ranch. Cause it's just right. going to kill it. Um, so I, I got the ranch out of the kitchen, so Thumbs it's, down. it's not in there anymore. Thumbs down. and it okay. was only there because I was trying out some salads and, uh, I, I said, why not? I'm not going to hate on the customer. So I'll, I'll just, if it was in the kitchen, I was cool with it, but you know, I got it out of the kitchen. So now it's mm-hmm. a no brainer. Like that's a no go. And, um, I was reluctant to do it anyways, yeah. and I'm actually kind of ashamed that I even did that at all. <laughs> okay. But anyways, all uh, right. pineapple, I'm just not going to take the valuable real estate that I have in my mm-hmm. topping station and devote it to that. Um, if anything, it would be jalapenos. Okay,
0: I love jalapenos. That's my secret pizza order. I'm, I'm going to let everyone know the secret. This is the best pizza other than grapes. Pepperoni, pineapple, jalapeno. Okay. The secret order.
1: Well, you know what? Anyone that has
0: it is like, oh, yeah, Brad, that's killer. Hey,
1: if if you bring me certain ingredients or toppings and I'm not that busy, I'll sell it. I'll sell you the pizza. All right. And I'll just, if you bring me a bag of jalapenos, I'll put that on your pizza. All right. Pineapple. Okay, fine. You know, I don't judge because, you know, if you go back enough in history, uh, pizza is flatbread with tomatoes and cheese. Yeah. You know, and uh, there are.
0: And they grew the tomatoes and they milked the cows right there on the farm and they made it. Yeah.
1: But, um, there are a couple of takes on history. And one that I like is that, um, in Naples after the war, they were poor. They didn't have plates. So they made pizza. Hmm. There are other stories on the history of pizza, but flatbread goes back to Egypt. Yeah. So, I mean, you could go back as far as you want, but, um, I don't know. Bread as a plate is pretty cool. You know, I love it. Dishes, you know. So hey, it's a plate. Put food on it, right? (laughs) Whatever. I'm not gonna. I like it. Judge, you know. I don't hate. So hey, if if it makes you happy. But uh, I'm still trying to respect the traditions of pizzaoli and you know, uh, the Italian side of cuisine. And allow the ingredients to speak for themselves. So I'm just not gonna put things that are gonna conflict or overpower the palate. Is is pretty much my final answer on that. All right.
0: <laughs> you have made a Polish pizza with Polish sausage and beets and that S- whole thing.
1: Someone brought that up. Uh, kielbasa, maybe. Yeah, I could yeah. Try that sometime. I don't know about beets <laughs> or uh, cabbage.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So what's been the biggest triumph so far?
1: Well, the capitalist in me wants to put a number out right there. But just making people happy or impressed. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, satisfying customers. And also, when someone's not pleased, you know, figuring it out. Like, why? So with the ovens being the temperatures that they're at, like uh, with the fresh dough uh, before I was par-baking, it would take a lot longer for those pizzas to cook. Mm -hmm. And then you run into an issue uh, with the dough being overcooked. It won't necessarily burn. It will just be overcooked. So uh, trials and errors, you know, I figured that out. Not letting that happen anymore. That was the only issue I really ever had so Mm -hmm. far. So uh, par-bake just handles that. Um, since I've been par baking, the pizzas actually hit the standard that I always wanted it to hit, uh, with, with the fresh dough, uh, it'll, it'll get there on, there's three stones in my oven. I could put a fourth, but they're all at different temperatures. So, Mm -hmm. um, it was really finicky, really hard to get it. To cook perfectly. Uh, but since I've been par baking, no brainer done deal. It's they're all consistently at that level. So I just the research and development, you know. I'm I'm glad that I was able to dig deep into something that scares a lot of people. Um, dough is scary, yeah. you know, yeast. Um I wasn't really intimidated. Uh well, partly because I'm a science fanatic and I just respect science I
0: see your tattoos say the scientific method yes I see you've got the uh Italian coffee maker on the other forearm there the uh I can't remember what that thing's called
1: uh mocha
0: mocha chino mocha well it's uh, a
1: master bialetti was the brand okay he invented it okay um and that's still a brand in Italy and the design it's actually called a mocha m-o-c-c-a so I don't know whoever it was put chocolate into coffee in America Mm. and called it mocha they hijacked that right, word, right. Uh, but mocha in Italy means that. That machine, it's, yeah. It's the stovetop espresso yep, yep. that is in every Italian household, and that's yep. why I got that. So, my tasks Classic. are uh, dedicated to science and technology. One half is just the natural phenomena of science bare, mm-hmm. and then the other arm is applied science, okay. which t- takes you to yeah, technology. technology, yep. So, I got Apollo 11, you know, and... Uh, The stovetop espresso. So when I have uh, my brick and mortar, I'm going to have some some bomb cappuccinos and and macchiati.
0: How about uh, any failures, disappointment, anything that hasn't gone the way you hoped it would since you started doing this? Yes. Besides people not being into the asparagus and cheese. Right, right.
1: Okay. so uh, food trucks break down. Okay. You know, it's a truck and the engines do what they do, right? So wear and tear is heavy on these trucks, and generators go, right? So um, And you don't know when it's going to go, right? (laughs) Right. You maintain it, but hey, if it's going to go, it's going to go. So um, I'm proud, actually, to say that I've only missed one event due to uh, equipment. Technical difficulties. (laughs) Right? So I'm proud of that. However, the one event that I missed was an awesome brewery and um i've emailed them since and a lot of places they'll they'll avoid rescheduling you if if you fail them Mm -hmm. so it's really tough on food trucks you know because uh it's out of our hands you know Uh, so the brewery is four sons brewery in huntington and i love it their customers loved my pizza there's a one of my best yelp reviews was from one of their customers who paired their beers with my pizza and it's just an awesome review and she's yeah. got pictures and it was, <laughs> it was awesome. So I, w- I love that place and at my sales, that was when I was newer, it was one of the best early times, you know, and it was just off, off the chain. I was, I was so happy. So I love that place. They had me back, kept going. And anytime I get into a brewery, like I quickly become one of their favorites and, mm-hmm. uh, bought a logic yeah, yeah, yeah. They keep having me back and I love them and they love me. Their customers just love it. So it's just awesome. Great feeling. But so uh, when I was going to one of these Four Sons events, well, just a day uh, at the brewery, I call them events. But yeah. So I'm, I'm driving to go to the commissary to hitch up the trailer and uh, my engine had actually overheated the night before. But temperature went back down so i kept an eye on it but it was just the night before so what are you gonna do right so i get up early to go get the trailer and on my way to the commissary it just overheats like no other time and um what had been like a small drip of a leak was like a flood oh uh, okay so when i i needed uh something that could tow the trailer so when i bought my it's a it's a chevy g30 mm-hmm. um I love the body style, love the old school, and it's got a V8, and it's a one-ton. So it's capable, more than yeah. capable, the design of it, right? But so when I bought it, the previous owner had just replaced the engine. So I knew I was rolling the dice because when you have an engine replaced, it's all about who built that engine. Right,
0: who put it in, yeah. Who put it in, what they Did they, they put everything up right, yeah.
1: Yeah, so make a long story short, it was a crate engine that they purchased and whoever built the crate engine used a rusted out block. Aww. And didn't, you know, sandblast it and treat it or hone it or anything. They just put a rusted block back together. So And you can't see that, you know. Right. Um, but the, the fluid that was leaking was coolant and it was red. So now it makes sense because yep. the rust. But anyways, the engine was done it was over. So I had to get a, another truck last minute to take over. So I didn't leave them hanging and I left, re, wrote this long email. So sorry, you know, but I can't show up. I got another truck ready to come and they're on their way as long as you're cool with this particular truck, mm-hmm. we'll, go, we'll go with it. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go get my truck fixed. So, um, May was really, really tough. Uh, I had to rent trucks. Well, actually, I'm, I'm fortunate that I could even at least just rent trucks and tow my trailer around to all the other events I had. I didn't yeah. have to cancel anything. Other food trucks, the engine is in the kitchen. Right. You know, it's one piece. So they're done for it's it. The piece can't move.
0: You can't go anywhere in trucks right? Yeah, they're right. done
1: for it, right? They got to cancel everything, get a mechanic, and blah, blah, blah. And some trucks couldn't be out for months, depending on what the issue is. So... I was lucky that I'm in a trailer. So some people hate on trailers. I don't know. It, it, it's, it, I'm actually a little uh, sensitive to it, like uh, self-conscious about when I roll up and it's my old school van. It's actually a van, yeah. but it's an awesome body style. It's the same body style as the 18. License plate says Pizza Me. I saw that. Yeah, it's legit. <laughs> don't hate. Don't hate on it. Don't hate the van or the trailer.
0: You know, I did the big like wizard painted on the side like the big 80s metal style? Yeah. Holding a pizza. Like, you know,
1: the, the Honda commercial for the Odyssey. Yeah, They're like, don't yeah. hate the van. And they have all these OG vans. Yep, you know? yep. But it's the same body style as the 18 van. So I was thinking about doing the 18 paint job. I and mean, people are like, I get it. All right, I get it. But
0: pizza?
1: Yeah, right? But um, it gives me capabilities that other food trucks don't have. Like, yeah. I can just rent a truck and tow it. Yep. And th- I tried that the day that it, it failed me, the engine. Um, I went to U-Haul and rented a truck. But their hitch was a joke um it wouldn't made up it actually had a tab welded on to it there's like a little dinky hitch uh because the only one that was open and available and close enough didn't have just a regular truck Hmm. i now i have found other u-hauls but like last minute like i had an hour to figure it out so i rented a truck went and it wouldn't hitch up and i'm like man so i i got another truck to cover down so long story short I, i i'm trying to get back to them um but like i said some things are out of your hands you know yeah. and you can you can uh overcome you know but uh there's a point where something's just going to going to go yeah. awry and uh you, you mitigate you know you uh insulate as much as you can but that's what owning a business is about you know you you adapt and overcome and figure it out so uh now i have a brand new engine that's warranted and uh that's not likely to happen again. It could, who knows? But, uh, Hey, again, if it's, as long as it's not on a Sunday, well, even if it is now, I know where to go to rent the truck. Anyways,
0: there you go. Going forward, how do you define success for yourself? You've mentioned brick and mortar a couple times.
1: Yeah. So my ideal plan is, um, a brick and mortar. Okay. That would, that's hopefully step two, I might get into a second truck uh before the brick and mortar but ultimately i don't know exactly the path but uh brick and mortar with two trucks okay i want to have one in la based uh and then keep this one down in oc and then have a brick and mortar somewhere and that would actually increase my capacity and potential tenfold because if i have a brick and mortar with refrigerators and mixers and Mm -hmm. ovens i can do Everything there. I could have employees doing all that stuff. Oh, maybe I'm giving away too many You're going to have to teach someone the dough. Yeah, at some point. I'm yeah. going to have to get someone on board with that. Um But they'd be a full-timer. And Confidentiality I'd, agreement. Yeah. Non-disclosure. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> what do you think it's going to take to get there?
1: Another... I don't know, just continuing what I have now. So I've gotten to the point where I don't have everything figured out, but I mean, I have a successful model Mm -hmm. and I just need to continue with it. And I'm at a point where it's just a rinse and repeat, right? So, and I, it's, it's interesting because it's the point where I'm realizing what it means to like have, have your business be a career. Because it's like a job now, it's not nine to five, but I mean, on a weekly basis, I have a routine, you know, and I repeat, and I just need to hunker down, and hopefully, a couple years of doing this, I'll be there.
0: My buddy Derek, um, that owns a microphone company, Vandroid Audio Labs, a couple episodes back, he said he got some great advice from his grandpa, who said, when you own your own business, you can work any 80 hours a week you want. Exactly. <laughs>
1: that is so true. Yeah, I sleep in, right, when I can, if, unless I have a lunch yeah. s- service. But I'll sleep in every, whenever I can. And the days off during the week, like, as extreme as the hours are that I work is as extreme as the hours are that I sleep. So <laughs> literally, I slept all day yesterday. Work hard and sleep harder. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm 40 now. So. Okay. I'll still party, you know, but I mean... <laughs> it's on the
0: horizon for me. It's, it's on the horizon. Because
1: they say work hard, play hard, right? Well, right. It's more like work hard, sleep hard, and then play, play hard. Play sort of. Yeah. If you've Just got pit the pitch your battles. Yeah, yeah. All
0: right. If this hadn't worked out, if you got the chart, drove it around, people didn't like it, whatever, what do you think you'd be doing?
1: Well, so when I was exiting the military, plan A was GI Bill. I've got my master's from Long Beach State in history. Oh, awesome. Bachelor's. I've got my bachelor's. Um, So I've always wanted to go back. I love school. (laughs) So plan A was actually just go get a master's in business. Okay. And then go into business. But uh, you got a lot of time to think in the military. So I'm like, you know what? How many many business owners have a master's in business? Mm -hmm. Very few. Yeah. Uh, So I'm like, I know what I got to do. Just do it. So I'm doing what I have to do to run a pizzeria. And uh, so plan A became plan B, which is, or I just kind of reversed it. So I've got the GI Bill on the shelf. And whether the business fails or not, uh, I will eventually go get a master's. Okay. So ideally you know, the business will be enough of of a success that I could step back and have enough time to go to school. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the plan now.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Home stretcher. Just a few more questions. I'll add to ask everyone. What's some of the best advice you've ever gotten? Anything jump out.
1: (sighs) There's so much that something should jump out, but it's all kind of blending. (sighs) Ah, And it's cliche now, but just because it's cliche doesn't mean it's wrong. Right. So just, you know, do what you love, do what you enjoy. Because I'm at that point where if I hated what I was doing, and I, I, I suppose this is where a lot of businesses end. Mm-hmm. Even though they might be successful in the first phases, you know, I'm at, I'm at eight months now, Yeah, um, and I've tasted success. But if I hated what I was doing... Maybe it wouldn't be enough motivation wouldn't be worth it yeah right the success in itself wouldn't be enough to push me forward so um and it becoming a career and a routine uh is now starting to make it w- worth it mm-hmm. you know that's starting to become a factor so the the weekly daily routines like i I, I have to tell myself you're making dough right now. Yeah. I got music plan. I slept in. <laughs> this is a prep day, of course. I right. don't sleep in all the time. But right. um, waking up at, you know, odd hours in the army for seven and a half years, like, I'm happy. I'm proud to say that I sleep in and <laughs> I go make dough. And my other friend, he has a business and he's, he's like, oh, so when you sleep in today? It's like, yeah, I slept till 12, but I'm working till midnight. Right. So, hey, right. I'm a night owl. But, um, yeah, so do what you love because there's a point where it's going to become, uh, critical. It's going to make or break you. You know, if, if, if this was a business plan that I was doing something I wasn't passionate about or happy about, or didn't enjoy, this is about actually the time where I would start to be freaking out. But, um, I've, I've tasted this, uh, just a little bit of success. Like July was a monstrous month. Um, but I know that I need to hunker down because winter's coming, and <laughs> you you can never rely on anything to stay the way it's been or whatever. So I'm just I'm just glad that I've chosen this as my business because I, I can see see it through. I know yeah. that the next several months to several years are just going to be me making dough and. I talk, mean, you've chosen to do
0: line. I mean, everyone loves pizza. <laughs> I, I have this theory: anyone that says pizza is not their favorite food is lying. <laughs> everyone <Right>. loves pizza. <laughs> yeah. What do you like to do for fun outside of uh, sleep, ride the motorcycle, toss dough, anything else you're into?
1: Well, traveling is my primary passion. Okay. Uh, in fact, a reward, if, if I ever have enough in the bank, I'm going to go back to Italy okay. and, and maybe take the next step in the same uh, academy, the next level, or I might even just go work at a pizzeria in Italy because mm-hmm. I speak Italian and right. I'm sure I could get hired now. Um, That would be awesome. But, yeah, traveling, just I can't recommend it enough. And, in fact, whenever I talk to young people, that's my speech, is see the world.
0: Get out of your town. Yep. See the world. Yep. Anything you're excited about right now? Books you're reading, movies you just saw, TV shows you're watching, any bands you really like, any albums, anything?
1: Yeah, so... I'll try not to del- delve too deep into these because I can.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, TV show, Orphan Black.
0: Okay. Heard a lot of good things about it. I haven't seen really? it. Really? Yeah, but I've heard a lot of good things.
1: Good. At least you've heard of it. A lot of people yeah. don't know what I'm talking about. Orphan Black, phenomenal. Datzik. Um, D-A-T-S-I-K. Okay. So I grew up metalhead, hardcore metal, you know. Uh, but through my travels, I've broadened my horizon. Even before the travels, you know, I got into R&B young, you know, uh, hip-hop, and then living in Europe, a lot of that house, but I went deeper, so it's a lot of dubstep. Okay. Um, So I'd have to say, if if, if you're going to go there at all, I'd say, that sick is the top of my list. Of okay. just phenomenal. But you need a good set of speakers. You can't just play that on <laughs> any system.
0: In your headphones, and your iPhone headphones. <laughs> yeah, when you're
1: looking to shock your system. All right, go for it. That's okay.
0: It. With all that we've talked about, what inspires you to keep going? How do you keep yourself motivated?
1: So the the missing puzzle, missing piece in my life right now of the puzzle is uh, housing. <laughs> okay. I'm in Southern California and, uh, I'm, I, I'm afraid of being priced out of my own home.
0: Right. Your own right. market, your own home. Everything.
1: Yeah. Um, and despite the crash in 08, we're, we just, we're hitting record, we're right back. Yeah. Record sales prices again. Yeah. So that, that dream of having the house, I have the business now, Right. having that house, you know, having my, my castle empire, some, somewhere to build an empire, mm-hmm. you know, that's what's missing.
0: Okay. If you were able to go back to the start of the journey, anything you'd tell yourself?
1: Well, for a long time, so I, I before I was a real estate agent, I sold mortgages. Okay. And I saw a lot of craziness. Uh, I actually resigned because I saw stuff going on. It was shady. It was shady. Yeah. Um, I I don't know enough. I can't prove anyone was doing anything, you know, but you you just know. Right. So I was like, I, I ain't down with this. So I became an agent, actually. And um, I often think that if I had gotten into mortgages right out of college, I would have been able to save up enough money to start my business then. Mm -hmm. Um, But who knows? You you never know. Uh, So, I've lived many lives now and I am where I am. Hey, if you, when when I turned 30, I said I was going to live my 30s as I'm, I should have lived my 20s. So, I try not to think back or regret uh, as long as I can do those things now. And Mm -hmm. I'm just thankful that I'm healthy. Um, I don't have any chains and there's nothing really holding me back. So each each decade that passes, I, I try to live it according to what I should have been doing. So I implement things that I didn't get to do and... Uh, as long as I keep doing that, I think I'll get around to everything that I've always wanted to do. So. All right.
0: All right. Well said. <laughs> yeah. Well said. Any last words of advice? Life, art, creativity, pizza.
1: Come and eat my pizza.
0: <laughs> well, that's a great way to lead into the wrap up. So, uh, Craig can be found on Instagram and Facebook. Pizza me bushemi.
1: Did I say that right? Pizza me bushemi. Oh, real quick. So, okay. pizza me, people. Uh, mistakenly pronounce it as pizza me okay which i don't understand because i did see the, that yeah. i racked my brain though deciding on the business name uh, it had to be italian that translated directly so pizza me pizza m i one word literally means the same thing as pizza m e it's pizza me it's just like
0: <laughs> do you mean the pizza
1: yeah do pizza to me you know it's the direct <laughs> translation it's it means the same thing it's just an i and it's one word
0: all right pizza me Bushemi. Uh, Instagram and Facebook, add Pizza And if people want to come eat the pizza, how do they find you? Do you want Instagram to see where you're going to be?
1: Yeah, right now Instagram's the best place. Um, eventually I'm going to have a calendar on on the website. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be able to look in advance. But uh, Instagram's the best way. But um, if for private events, uh, just email me, pizzamebuscemi at gmail.com uh we'll be happy to come out and i'll give you the i can respond in the email with our catering payment plans or structures work something out
0: free ranch free ranch dressing with every pizza purchase hey
1: if you bring something to me and you put it on my pizza i'm not gonna i'm not gonna slap it out of your hand bring your
0: own ranch that's what he's saying bring your own ranch (laughs) well Craig, thanks for coming on the show this has been really fun
1: thank you so much i'm glad uh you reached out and
0: we made this happen. Great pizza. And I'm happy to spread the word about it.
1: Right on. Thank you.
0: This has been the Maslow Pete podcast presented by Spring State Media Group. Our producer is Jesse Edmond. If you like what you heard today, you can find all of our episodes on the web at themaslowpete.com where you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or SoundCloud and have new episodes automatically pushed to you. If you can rate and review the show, that helps a lot. You can also check out our Instagram at themaslowpete, Facebook at themaslowpete, and Twitter at themaslowpete also. Thanks for listening and you'll be hearing from us next week.